And welcome to the Homemaker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. Hello. Hi, beautiful. Hi. How are you? I'm awesome. Tremendous. Yes. What's going on? What's new? What's happening? Let me see. What's the haps? So when this episode airs... That this evening, I'll be doing my group inner child hypnosis session. So that Uh Wednesday that this episode comes out, I'll be doing that that night. And some on what we're going to talk about today with our special guest. Some other stuff that I'm going to be doing for next month. So that's going to be exciting to share. And... Did you break your microphone? I broke my <laughs> microphone as we are recording here. I can't get I can't get this thing to stay still, so I'm just gonna have to hold it like this. Oh now. my goodness, what did you do? Remember, remember the uh, what was it like the you know the, the crooners and they yeah, hold the microphone? Yeah, hold the yeah. Mic, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that. Oh, do you want me I, to fix it? No, it's okay. Oh. We're just gonna let it be. I'm gonna hold it like this for now. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. You were gonna be doing your group. Well, so I'm doing my. Um, group inner child hypnosis when this airs and then i'm also have something else for september that i'll be doing which we're going to talk about in today's episode but how about you anything with you hmm well no all right why don't we get all of our stuff out of the way before we get to our guests get get, get plugs and all that stuff yeah we'll do that now uh, but yeah no i didn't mean for that long dramatic pause but no there's nothing new with me you, you had and, us thinking uh, and wondering that maybe something would be happening. Hmm. I did. I kept you guessing. Yeah. But no, nothing. Alrighty then. That's it. Moving but forward. How can yeah, people let's find move us? On. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, well, we have uh, a Twitter account. We do at HomeWreckerPod. And uh, our website is HomeWreckerPodcast.com. There you go. And that's it. And, YouTube uh, and Bridie on. YouTube, Bridie on iTunes, five iTunes, stars if you like follow, us, Follow, subscribe, whatever you do now. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to keep up. They're always changing these darn things. Yeah. And as far as you go on social media, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. And I also created a Twitter for my hypnotherapy. So oh. it's for understandings hypnosis. It's at Monique P-C-H-T. Because those are my credentials. I'm a CHT. I'm a certified hypnotherapist. Look at you. Yeah, I'm all fancy now. I got letters after my name. Yeah, and you can go to my website, tarotbiomonique.com, for organite incense. I almost said insects, but no, incense, candles, tarot readings, all that. And I have an Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique. And as I just said, 
my website for my hypnotherapy is now available, innerstandingshypnosis.com. And of course, check out the show notes for all that yes. stuff. Yes, and how can people find you if you want them to find you? Really can't find me anymore. I, I, I'm off everything, really. I mean, I have a Twitter still. It's still there, but I don't go on it anymore. At the Alex Arion. And then there's alexarionfitness.com. Check that out if you want. Yeah. But no, you, you're not going to find me. I'm, I'm difficult to find. You find me on this podcast, and that's about it. And that's the way he likes it. That's right. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So yeah. why don't we introduce our guest today? Yes. So our guest this week is my friend Carlene. So Carlene, I've talked about her on the show before. Her and I met in our hypnotherapy class. And she is originally from Manchester. We lived in the same city, shopped at the same metaphysical shops, and didn't meet until after she moved to Idaho. Go figure. But she, <laughs> so she's usually known as Ariel Yoga Girl. But today, because she does Ariel, but um, today we're going to talk more about hypnotherapy and we're going to share some really fun hypnotherapy stories and some points of view and just some really fun information and good information. Yeah, this was a really, really fun conversation. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it a lot. She's awesome. Like you, you always talk about her and stuff, but I mean, obviously I'd never had a chance to talk with her or anything like that before because I don't I'm not in on your zoom conversations that you guys have every was it every Tuesday you guys meet yeah. up usually yeah uh but yeah this this was fun she she's awesome she's really cool yeah I was gonna say like I don't associate with anyone of course I mean that kind of goes without saying but no this was a really really fun conversation and we hope everybody listening or watching enjoys it because it was great yeah it was fun so enjoy All right, everyone. I am here with my friend Carlene, a fellow hypnotherapist. And just like me, she's certified. And that's actually how we met was through our class that we did. And she's the one I've mentioned on the show before who lived in Manchester forever. And then right before she started the class, moved to Idaho. So <laughs> go figure, right? Gotta love it. Carlene, welcome to the show. Thank you so much welcome. for being here with us. Oh, I'm excited to be here. But like Monique is a good friend of mine. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> yes. We already started getting involved in like conversation. We're like, oh, wait, we should probably like record this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what we were talking about was grounding, energy, attachments. And so I brought up dry bathing and I was explaining that is where you basically like you use your hands, kind of shake off any negative energy and can start at your heart center and like you push and get all the ugh, nasty energy off of you. Alex, you got to start doing it. Yes. <laughs> so do you like have to say, what do you, you rub your hands yep, together? You rub like your this? hands together. Okay. And then you shake it off shake. and then you just rub. And you can do it like down your body, down your legs and you just kind of brush it off and then you can fluff your aura. So you like, should you, be, should you be like skin on skin? So like, yeah, should like the shirt be off. No, you can leave your clothes on. Okay. No, I'm like, asking. You can be like I'm not walking. Trying to be a wise ass. Yeah. I'm really so, like, I'm so my friend Adriana, <laughs> who I'm taking her metamorphosis uh, course for my Reiki master certification. She's the one who taught it to me. And she would say like, if when I'm going food shopping at the grocery store and I'm leaving, it's like, gotta 
get that energy off so you can like do your whole body okay i wish i had heard that from you like three weeks ago when i got back from chicago i didn't think of that i'm sorry how chicago (laughs) yeah do you want to share some stuff about chicago and the energy well has anybody like any listeners and you guys too like if you've ever gone somewhere and during and then after or even like just even walking into a room or maybe for most people this is actually going to work (laughs) like every day um but being around certain people and certain places like I'm very sensitive I'm very empathic and I didn't know that about myself so I just always thought I was a hot mess until like a few years ago and then I was like oh I'm just I'm just sensitive and I need to control that so what happens is like so I go into a place like Chicago and oh my gosh the energy that no offense, but I think I've spoken to a lot of people from Chicago who would say the same, like the energy of that area and a big city too, in general, is just, it drained me and the conversations and not the people that were, um, that I was like engaging with, like my boyfriend's family was fine, but it was just like a lot of like outsider people, like walking around the city or walking around outside. It's just like the energy was just, oh, And so when I got home, Monique's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I literally needed like seven days to recuperate from the whole thing. It was wild. So I wish I had known this whole like, I didn't think of it. I'm giving her like all these things she can do to ground and to cleanse herself. I'm like, do you have like a river somewhere you can like jump in and let the water clean you? And like, I'm, I'm like going through all these like things in my head that I know of where it's like, what about this? Did you bless your water? Did you charge your water? Do, oh, like, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of all these things to help. And I totally yeah. forgot that. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. It's okay. Because what I was doing is what I normally do is I'll sit with it and meditate on it. And I was like, I need to get out in nature. And so I just spent like a few days and I finally recharged because uh, last weekend, we had gone up for a three and a half like day camping trip, but it was an outdoor concert up in Idaho in this place called Chalice. And it's like, oh, it was like 3000 people out in the middle of the desert. And like Idaho desert's really hard to explain. Very dry here, very mountainous. And just there was forest fires that happened around us. So it was get, it'd get a little smoky and stuff like that. And it was just the music and the people and the energy and being outside for three or four days and just People had their kids. People were just happy. Good. Oh my gosh. It was so awesome. And there was just dancing. It was great. So that really like, to me, just being outside, being around good people, being in nature, good music. That's what clarified and cleared it all out. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Nature, nice. uh, like yeah. nature, music, that's all like music's really healing. And a lot of people yes. don't mm-hmm. realize Sound. that. Yeah. Sound mm-hmm. is very healing. Yes. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was thinking like, even <laughs> think of like a mom singing to her baby, how it's soothing. It's that sound. It's yeah. the way it resonates with us. Yeah. And that whole, like that whole, like clearing out that energy too, you know, it's just part of, um, well, it's part of like what we do with hypnosis too, like clearing out energy and helping people move things around in a way that's going to be more productive for them, you know? Yeah, and so- it's just really good to know this stuff. Yeah. Why don't you share your, your hypnotherapy journey? Cause it didn't start when we met. No. Have you shared yours already on this podcast? Yeah. I've talked about it. Cool. Okay. So, so mine was, okay. So I was in Manchester and during COVID, um, I know I'd heard about hypnosis before I had some experience with it, but I thought it was like, I don't know, interesting, cool, but kind of like just like a abstract idea kind of didn't really understand it. 
Um, and I knew a girl who do, who would do hypnosis to help people reach their Akashic records. Have you ever heard of that before? Yes. Heard I of met it, a girl yeah. once. That, yeah. Like, and that's a whole other thing that I don't, I don't really feel confident speaking too much about it. I just know it's like a, an accessing of your soul's entire entire journey it's like a library right and it's not just your souls it's like everyone and everything it's like this eternal library of information and memory of everything most people so like from what I've learned with the Akashic Records is you can go in and learn about yourself but you're not supposed to do anyone else without their permission and so that's I've heard that yeah and so I like that because it's kind of like being here on this earth as a human, you kind of want that privacy. You don't want people mm-hmm. just digging in your shit and, you know, snooping oh, around. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but there's something about, there's something about in the spiritual world, you have to have boundaries, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes I think sense. it's like, yeah. it's nice and respectful. So, but yeah. yeah, so, um, and I actually know people who do read Akashic Records and it's fascinating because I've tried to read my own and I feel like I get blocked and I think think it's part partly because I wasn't ready when I tried Mm -hmm. I was kind of like and it happens with hypnotherapy when you're not ready you block yourself and you don't want to face stuff if you're not ready for it you block yourself yeah and and so I and like I had been trying like you I had tried to do Akashic Records I was trying guided meditations my own and like I was just like I maybe couldn't get it because I just wasn't ready for it right and there was a girl I was, um, I had met at a retreat center and it's in Western Massachusetts. Um, what is it called? Kripalu? Have you ever heard of Kripalu? No, I haven't. I'm probably saying it wrong, but Kripalu is like this big, huge uh, yoga retreat center in Western Massachusetts and like the Berkshires, the Berkshires. And it's just, it's awesome. It's really beautiful there. So I'd gone there for a retreat for a few days and uh, a girl I had met at dinner the first night. She was like, so I do hypno- hypnosis. And I hypnotized people to uh, access their Akashic records. And I was like, what? I was like, I want that. (laughs) (laughs) It never, but the thing is, it never worked out. Like we never were able to have a session together. Um, I just think it wasn't meant to be. Um, And which is fine. And then I kind of forgot about everything. And then the COVID, when COVID happened and the lockdown happened, um, because in New Hampshire, we were locked down. At least I was for two months. Mm -hmm. I had to close my business for almost two months which was awful. And then during that time, I was just sitting around and I was getting all these ads online for Dolores Cannon and QHHT to becoming a QHHT practitioner. And I was like, well, what is QHHT? Who is Dolores Cannon? So I started to listen to her. Um, Anyone listening to this podcast, if you've never heard of her, look her up on YouTube. Highly recommend that. She's written like 25 books. She over 30 years, she pioneered um, a way of doing past life regressions. And this is, this is, she's a contemporary of Dr. Brian Weiss and, uh, Dr. Mike, is it Michael Newton? Michael Newton. Yes. Yeah. Michael Newton. So she's a contemporary of them too. Um, and she, but she didn't have the same, like, let's say academic background as them, but they were all coming into the same thing in the eighties, like past life regressions were happening spontaneously. Like people were not intending for them. So as Dolores's husband, was hypnot- was a hypnotist and he was hypnotizing a woman who was overweight to, to lose weight. And she just sporadically or spontaneously rather uh, went into a past life in, and she was in the 1920s and she took on the persona of a woman in the 1920s, like a flapper. She had the voice, everything. So this is outlined in like all of Dolores's books because once that happened, 
her husband was not interested, but she was. And she decided to take over like, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to learn how to be a hypnotist. And I'm going to learn how to do past life regression. And it took her 30 years. And she had written about, I think it's 25 books. It might be closer to 23, but you know, whatever. And it's fine. And then she had a podcast at one time. It's still on YouTube. Her daughter is still continuing her legacy. And um, her daughter's actually doing online training. So during the lockdown, I saw these advertisements. I saw the trainings. I read a few of Dolores' books. I watched some of her stuff on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. So I, I signed up for the training. Um, and then I had so many friends in Manchester through the studio I was owning at the time. And uh, they were all willing to be my, I guess, volunteers. And we went, I've been all over the place. So I used to be a history teacher, right? So this is like, to me, this is amazing. It's like going into history. So every time, and I post this stuff on my YouTube channel and people say, I ask too many questions. Sometimes they'll comment. She's asking too many questions, but it's like, that's, are you kidding me? Like, I'm so curious. I'm so in it. And like, Who's, I want to know who says that. Yeah. Like, what do you, yeah. seriously, are you, like, you know, really asking that question? Come on. Dude, it's the internet, right? It's the exactly. Internet. Yeah. So you, I mean, I get, I get like, I could go on and on about that, but anyways, like, <laughs> yeah. So some people were just, um, whatever. So I had a plenty of girls at the studio that were my, you know, volunteers and I was working with them and, oh my gosh, the places we went and the things that they were talking about. And then they'd always come, everyone comes out of a past life regression and it's kind of like, did I just make that all up? That's always the feeling. And I have that feeling too, half the time, you know, like, did I just make this up? And it doesn't, and there's a couple answers to that. I don't know, but even if you did, does it matter? Yeah. Because what you, what you experience and what you've created is so your imagination is just, if it's, if it is your imagination is just so perfect that it produces every time, every person I've, I've hypnotized, Every time the past life regression or whatever it is they go into is exactly what they needed. Every time, you know, it gets, it's a perfect lesson um, based on the stuff, the trials, the karma issues they're having, karmic issues or uh, health issues and, um, you know, just emotional issues that they're going through. It's like this hypnosis session, whether or not they're really in a past life and whether or not they really had a past life as this person in Egypt or this woman trying to save her children from these Indians or whatever it is, it doesn't matter to me because at the end of the day, it was healing for them. Exactly. And that's what I try to tell people with past life regression, even just things in a hypnosis that come up, people, they ask, is it real? Did that really happen? Or is it just my mind making it up? And I look at it like at the end of the day, did it help you? Because if it's real, that's awesome. But if it's your mind making it up, it's helping you. It's helping you get to where you need to be to learn something, to heal something. So I always look at it mm -hmm. like, does it really matter? Because yeah. it's helping you. So yeah. regardless of whether you want to believe it's real or not, that's kind of secondary. The, the real thing yeah. is, did that session help you? Did you heal from it? Did you learn from it? Yes. Did, you know, whatever exactly. you were looking for, did that happen? And exactly. every case I've seen that I've done with people and that I've heard, everyone gets help. They, they, there's something that happens that yep. is a positive change for them.
It's true. And it's, it's, it's really healing. And sometimes it's on many levels, you know, I just have to hold her cause she's going to work, but um, I hope she's allowed. Um, and then um, what was I going to say? Okay. So this is how I met. I didn't even get to how I met Monique. So I, <laughs> I'm not even there yet. Don't worry. So long. I'm, I, there's, it's a hard story to tell shortly, but we're, um, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Take as long as you need. I can, I can just keep going. Yeah, yeah go. absolutely. Um, so, so obviously doing that, doing the hypnosis. And then at the end of, at the end of the lockdown, I decided I'm going to sell um, my business that I'd owned for about seven years. I'm going to sell it. So I did. I, I, there was a girl who was uh, fresh out of like dance school at UNH and she was an aerialist and she was a good aerialist. And I was like, girl, if you want this, um, it's yours. So she's been running my gym since then, our studio, and it's now hers. And uh, I had an opportunity to explore the West and because uh, I wanted to move out here. And I really thought I was going to end up in Arizona, ended up in Idaho for a variety of reasons. Um, but it was meant to be. I I'm, I'm truly believe I'm supposed to be here. And everything since I've moved here has been just like synchronicities, including me signing up for another hypnosis. So I had signed up for a few online additional hypnosis courses, right? And one of them was um, the one where Monique was in it. So there was people in that class. There was like 11 women, maybe, from all over the country, Chicago and in the world, like Dallas, Belgium and yeah, Belgium. yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lady from Belgium. You're mm-hmm. right. And there was people from all over and, and Monique was the only person in there from Manchester and me, she and I were both in the same city, but obviously <laughs> 2000 miles apart. And, um, and I just remember like just us being in the class and over time, like Monique would talk about, uh, we might've actually been partnered up on our first one together. I don't remember if it was you. I feel like you were one of the first people I worked with. I, I can't remember if it was the first up. or second, but it was one of the early ones. And I feel like in context, I don't know if I should say this, but like the, the class was obviously on zoom. <laughs> so, um, so we didn't, we're all, so Monique and I have only virtually met. And so we met through the class. Um, we would have, and like sometimes in the class, we'd have to hypnotize each other and uh, we all got to know each other. And I found out, you know, Monique made her own um, incense and she sold things through Etsy and did tarot readings. And I was like, dude, that's what I'm into. How do I not know you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, like after, you know, we, we started talking more, it's like we would go to the same metaphysical shops. Yeah. Like we would never yes. run into each other. I know. It was weird. It's crazy. And so, and so since then, uh, Monique and I have like every Tuesday, we get on zoom and we just like, at first we were like, let's just hypnotize each other and just keep practicing and working out what we're doing. But we're doing that, but we're also, it's evolving into like, we're talking to each other about our experiences and our issues with clients. And like, you know, Monique's had some issues. I've had some issues, like maybe some we should I think talk I've about. shared, um, one of the issues on the show, oh, I've shared that. Yes. Gotcha. The, the person who was inappropriate, but like, I, yes. like when I've talked about it, like I even said, like, it actually, especially after speaking with you, I will give you credit because, you know, I, I took it as a lesson. And a lot of that was yeah. like with the stuff that you said to me. And because obviously, like after it happened, I call Carlene and I'm like, oh, my goodness. So <laughs> I think this is a first. <laughs> but I, I told her about my experience. And um, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I like, OK, it sucked what happened, but it like, how can I learn from this? And it's like, mm-hmm. I got a bad vibe. I told her I got a bad vibe. 
and I yeah. still did it. And it was like, hello, you gotta, you know, you gotta, but that comes back to the boundaries thing. It just comes back to boundaries, yeah. right. Of like, just like really being clear about what am I going to boundaries with yourself? And I think the universe, that sounds so corny to say, but let's just use that term for now. Like things are presented to us and we have choices to make about what we do with them. And that's something that's wisdom I got from a girl in deep hypnosis who was talking to her higher self. She went into this whole, she went back to source and had this whole insight about everything's about choices, right? And so we're always presented with things and then things make us feel an emotion and then emotions cause us to make a choice, right? So like when the universe or whatever source, God, us presents issues to us like this guy (laughs) or different difficult clients, maybe um, subjects, whatever, it's like, it's like you get a choice, you know, and you learn and you learn and you grow and you evolve. And that's life. That's what life is. Yeah. That's what I was told. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I agree. And, and one of the things that you just mentioned though, is the information that comes from people, from their guides and their, their yes. higher selves. Sometimes I'm like, preach, like, you know oh. it, like, yes. And then other things it's I'm like, really cool. damn, okay. I got to take notes on this. Like that's, yep. that's good information. Yep. Like this is, yes. this is good. I have gotten so much wisdom and like, I just, I'll write, I record everything. I take notes like you do too, Monique. And then I usually will edit out a chunk of that wisdom and then put it on my YouTube channel. Cause I'm like, this is gold and this isn't just for me, you know? So I truly believe that I'm given, we're given the clients we need. Mm-hmm. And sometimes through them, you get an experience that's a, a lesson or sometimes you get an experience that's like beautiful like a blessing it's just like oh my gosh like this wisdom is amazing um and so what I like what, going back to what we were saying is that so Monique and I would start sharing stories about like she she woke my eyes up to about uh spirit attachments and that became a thing in my life that was very prevalent for about a month or so in the spring Um, because we were dealing with spirit attachments and getting, releasing them through hypnosis. Right. And then we were, she and I were working with each other on that and then hypnotizing each other. And now we've just kind of like, it's evolving still where we're talking about collaboration. We're, um, working on like doing these uh, mystical meetups and I'll, I'll let you talk about that. And just like, also like how we run our businesses, you know, how we, how we, do our whole uh, process and our experiences and what we're learning from every client we have. It's really cool. It's awesome to be working with her. No. And I love it because it's <laughs> like, my heart is just so full. It's like, Oh, I'm so happy that we found each yeah. other. One of the things that's so wonderful is like we became friends, but it's like, even though we have our own separate businesses we're creating, it's like we're becoming business partners in a sense. It's like we're tech teaming Yeah, and it's not about like, how can I explain it? Cause it's not about getting clients it's about just like getting the information out and Mm -hmm. it's like to find somebody who's not like oh you know let's do this stuff and charge people for and get money it's like let's get the information if people want to book with us awesome but let's just like talk about this stuff and make people aware of this and have these conversations for people to realize like here's stuff that maybe you didn't think about or you can explore yep. this and it's really yeah. exciting and it's yeah. it's an it's an internal journey yeah. hypnosis is such an internal journey of healing and i think right now in this day and age we are so externally overstimulated externally motivated externally distracted externally driven to the point where we can't even make up our own minds half the time because we're so confused by all the distraction 
Whereas hypnosis is a reminder to hone back into your internal experience yourself and healing yourself, right? Be, and that's what I said on my website. The very first words are heal yourself because that's what I believe. And you wrote, inner, your business is called Inner Standings. Mm -hmm. It's the same deal. It's the same thing. Because we both, we both understand the same thing, that hypnosis is a powerful tool. And we're not here to get your money. We're here to help you heal. And hypnosis can heal you on a variety of levels because it works with a part of the brain that normally isn't stimulated in my belief in today's culture and society. Sorry about my, that was my Ted talk. No, I love it. And I'm <laughs> just great. like, preach. Yes. Yeah. Yes, right. You're yes. just like, I see you're like nodding. You're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Cause you get it. You get it. Were you going to say something? No, that's yeah. Like everything she, everything you were saying, like, yeah, that makes sense. And Alex, it's, you've it's experienced true. it. You've experienced it. So I'm curious, yeah. like, would you want to share? Because I'm sure people are, who are, who have not experienced regressions or the work that Monique and I do, and you have, mm -hmm. um, and you're, and you're the husband of Monique. And I'll tell yeah. you my partners past and present do not want me hypnotizing them. So you are a brave, brave man. Oh, okay. and I love you. Thank for you. That. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, what, what did we do? We did the, the inner child. We did inner child. Right? We've done parts therapy. Gestalt therapy was big. Um, I tried to work with him to, during the rest, uh, there was a wrestling match where he got knocked unconscious yeah. and he wrestled the entire thing. And we tried, right. yeah, we tried to go back to the memory and we were able to get some more memory of stuff happening. It was kind of like <laughs> some little bits and pieces. It wasn't the whole thing, but we were able to get like little bits, but it was very difficult. And it, it just, cause I was like, if you get knocked unconscious, is your subconscious still going? So I, I got to say that it had to have been because how the hell did I do everything that I did? Yeah. It had to be my subconscious took is over. It, is it like highway hypnosis? Can I, I know it's not the same, but like, you know, like when you're, you're driving, but you're not like, maybe you're even checking your phone, but you're still able to drive safely or whatever, like drive with like drive in the right direction and all that. Well, watching him, know, you wonder. could tell something was wrong. His body was physically not, I wasn't like, like cause right. I watched it back on like they, they videotaped it. So I was able to watch it back after. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, you could tell obviously there, I mean, I guess to the untrained eye, you probably couldn't tell there was anything wrong, but for anybody that it, like if you were there in the crowd, you probably yeah. wouldn't have a clue if you'd never seen me wrestle before. But yeah, if you'd seen me, you could tell like, I was like a half step off. I was a little bit His body was slower than usual. Too. I was, I was really like kind of limp. You Like I looked like I was yeah. always just kind of like going through the motions, but without any, uh, oomph or pep or any, I wasn't very animated like I normally would be. Uh, so, but, but it was weird because we had like this complicated uh, sequence of, of stuff that had to happen at the end was, and it did it all and nothing got ask, messed isn't up. It, isn't it a choreographed yeah. situation? So you just carried out the wrestling choreography, let's did, say. Yeah, did the, did the entire thing. Uh, the guy that I was in there with who knocked me out, yeah, he, he was just like kind of talking me through it, I guess. But he oh, wow. said he said I was unresponsive. Like, like when he was talking to me, he said I wasn't... He's like... Dude, he's like, dude, the lights were on, but nobody was home is what he said to me. 
Wow. And, and there was, uh, Cherie was out there too. I had yeah. like a, a female manager that was on the outside too, who was trying to mm-hmm. talk to me. And she said, you were out of it. Like you, you could see the, your eyes were open, but you were gone. You were not there. Wow. And, and for me, like my actual experience was I remembered walking up to the guy. Cause what happened was I walked in and, and he was a big dude. Like I, I'm not that big. I'm like five, five, six, five, seven. Five, seven. I, at the time I was like, man, I don't know, 220 pounds. And, and he was, he's legit like six, eight, 350 pounds. Did so I walked up like to WCW? him. Yeah. He was yeah. a big dude. So I walked up to him and I'm like, kind of, you know, I was a cocky bad guy, a heel as they call it in wrestling. <laughs> and I was going up, getting in his face, putting my fingers on his chest and I slapped him. And then he's, he slaps me back. That was like, you know, a planned thing that we were going to do. And when he slapped me, he got me just right in the right spot of my jaw and it just knocked me out. Oh, he cool. like the I way just, he dropped was I like just an accordion dropped. folding. Yeah, like I just dropped. Like it's like his knees wow. buckled and kind of went like like in and down. It yeah, I was I was done, yeah. and that was all I remembered. And then the next thing I remembered was I'm sitting down in a chair and I'm in the in the back in the dressing room area, and yeah. there's a bunch of people around me, and they're all like, "Are you all right? Are you all right?" And I'm just I I just came out of wherever I was, and I'm just looking at everybody like the hell you what's wrong with you all like what's going on why is everybody around me get away and i'm like uh am i up like don't i have to wrestle like what's going on and they're like you already wrestled i'm like what are you talking about and i and at the time i had like really long hair and i got up and behind me was a mirror and i looked in the mirror and my hair's all messed up i'm all sweaty i look down and my chest is all red from getting chopped and smacked around and everything and i had no pain my body felt no pain at all I didn't feel wow. tired. I didn't feel like I had been through a 15, 20 mm-hmm. minute match at all. I felt completely fine. And I, I was in no pain, no headache, nothing. And I'm just like, but I was confused. Like, what the, what? I'm looking in the mirror like, I wrestled? What are you guys talking about? It was, it was just a crazy thing. So I've always wondered, where the hell did I go? Where was right. I while well, I was going we through there. the motions? He there. did not remember I? coming out of the curtain, walking to the ring. So I actually had him start um, when we went into hypnosis. I had him start at arriving, like parking yeah. the car and yeah. arriving oh. at the place and then kind yeah. of walking through and like, okay, let's fast forward. And now we're here. Yeah. And she got me to remember up to the point where I got slapped. And then you got slapped and you were like, oh, Oh, my jaw. Was I? Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that? I I don't remember. So he was talking like, oh, my jaw, it hurts. So we were able, from the moment the lights went out, we got past that. And we were getting points. We remember, like, leaving, getting back to the room. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, we were having some interference, but we were able to get information. And it was really interesting because it was like, I know there's information there. Yeah. And so we were able to get some of that. But it was so funny because the way he's like holding his face, it's like where he got soft and he's like, oh, my, my jaw. Like, like he's going through it again. But this time, instead mm-hmm. of being unconscious, it's like he's talking through what's going on. Yeah. And it was really cool. It, it awesome. was, yeah, it was, it was weird. But again, like, yeah, like I went, I relived all that, I guess. But it, it was just strange that when I came out of it, at the time, uh, you know, back then, whatever it was, 10 years ago, whatever it was, I I didn't feel pain in my jaw. Like I said, I felt no pain at all. Everybody wanted me to go to the hospital get che- and get checked out. I'm like, why? I feel fine. Like, there's nothing wrong. I'm fine. I even asked you, I was like, 
do you want me to take you to the hospital? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, like, I was gonna I'm say, good. you, you had a concussion, sir. <laughs> I, 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 but I didn't. That's I, I probably did. he was concussed. I probably did for sure. I, but I didn't. <laughs> feel like like I didn't feel like I did I felt fine it was the weirdest thing I never ever experienced anything like it never I feel since. great yeah it, like, it, it, I did it was it was the strangest thing I'm looking in the mirror I see I got like marks all over my back my chest is all beat red how, how many people pulled the Chris Tucker you got knocked the fuck out oh god yeah like that was that was From the Friday. thing now, yeah have you can I ask like real quick I yeah. just thought of this so I'm gonna interject have you done a past life regression yet no not yet Oh my gosh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, <laughs> so yeah, that's something we're working on because we've had some blocks come up that we're working on with Alex. So oh. it's kind of taking our time getting there because Yeah, there's some there's something in me that's blocking from getting certain to a bits certain of information. Point. I am so jealous. I you guys are just goals because like I'm telling you, I've never like I was always told um I had a different I had like a hypnotist like mentor. And he was like, don't ever do hypnotism on your partner because like, it, uh, that's what he, that was his belief, right? Everyone, and that's what I'm learning too, is like everyone has their beliefs. Remember, Monique, we can bring this up in a second. Like two or three weeks ago, I was told to not hypnotize somebody who had an alien attachment. Yeah. I was told by all these people in this hypnotist, all these like hypnotist gurus who've written books and stuff. They were all telling me and my hypnotist teacher that she and I both had, they were all telling me, do not hypnotize somebody with an alien attachment. You're going, that's a bad place to go. I did it anyways. And I'm okay. The alien was offensive, but he didn't attach to me. But that, That's the thing. It's like the person <clears throat> hypnotized was okay. And you were yeah. okay. Yeah. But the point I guess I was making was like, that like you can't take everyone's opinion. I don't care who they are. I don't even care if it's Dolores Cannon. Oh, I love her and I respect her and all that. But like you have to find the truth for yourself. You can't just go on a Facebook group forum and post a question because you're gonna get you're gonna get a, a, a grab bag of perceptions and responses that are gonna be almost meaningless. So like so I was told to going back circle back. Um, I was told by hypnotists don't ever try to hypnotize your partner. And I was like, well, why? And they're like, because it's just not a good idea. And I was like, well, why? And and then any my last partner and then the one I have now, they both are super hesitant to do it. So I think it's so cool. I just, I'm so, like, like Alex, you're like a hero. I just think oh, it's so cool thanks. that you will, like, you're, you're comfortable enough in who you are and in your relationship and with this woman you love that you're like, yeah, of course, let's do it, you know? Yeah, and well, that's how working. I feel. Yeah, I mean that's how I feel. Like, I, right, I, no, why no wouldn't stress. I trust her? Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't I trust well, her? And we trust exactly. each other. Yeah. We're open, so it's like you're in control of hypnotherapy. So if there was somewhere he didn't want to go, we wouldn't go there, and that's okay. You wouldn't go there. But like a lot of the stuff I'm doing, like I already know about. You know, like he's yeah. told me about stuff. So it's like what's hard for me is drawing the line between hypnotherapist and wife, because there are times where it's like. I can't get emotional and I, you know, like part of me just wants to be there in comfort, but the other part of me is like, no, we got to do this work. Like, okay. And I yeah. have to dig. So I have to switch yeah. to hypnotherapist mode because it's like, I'm not going to help him if I coddle him and say, oh, okay. Okay. Never or mind. Comfort. Yeah. yeah it's like, go it. no, it's like, okay, you know, let's, let's go like try to, try go. to push. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, but thing. that's the most loving thing you can do. Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, that I that's the thing. Like, 
there were times when I was in, I, I can't remember which session or what, which time or whatever, but where I was like, she, she, I didn't think of her as my wife at the time. I was like, okay, this, like, it, you were not my wife at the time. It was, I don't, and that's going to sound weird, but that, that's how I, like. I was the hypnotherapist. Yeah, you were the hypnotherapist, and you, I was just. You were able to compartmentalize yeah. the actual experience. So even yeah. though I was having a, a tough time, and, like, if there was one time where I was really crying, it was like, I just wanted to, like, hug her. Like, you know, someone, I guess, like, you, you know, you get, you get emotional. You just want to like hug yeah. someone or hold someone, be comforted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but she didn't, she, she stayed the path, you know, she, you know, did what had to be yeah. done and got me, me out of it. And, hugs then, everybody. and then yeah. afterwards, you know, when I was out of hypnosis and everything was good, then, you know, I got the, the comfort and the hugging and everything. And I was like, wow, that was intense. That was crazy. Like, holy yeah. cow. Like wasn't expecting that at all. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess for anybody that that's listening that's never been hypnotized, this is the first time I got hypnotized was by Monique. I didn't know if I could be or not, and um, it, it's true when when you say that that you're in control, like meaning the person being hypnotized, you are in control because I, I mean, if you wanted to ask me something and I didn't want to go there, I, I wouldn't. It's weird. I, right. It's it's really hard to explain it. You're you in more to, control than you think. Yeah, you have to almost yeah. experience it to know like what we're talking about, I guess, because yeah, like you're hypnotized, but you're still like aware of what's going on. So like you know, if if the hypnotherapist mm -hmm. asks you to, you know, asks you something you don't want to answer, you're not going to answer it. Like yeah. like I think you're conscious enough to know what's going on. You are, and that's what's fun. That's what's funny thing about hypnosis. You're hovering in this gray area between being awake and being asleep and you're hovering in this like strange place where you are in control and i think people get the wrong idea because we usually think of hypnotists as what we see on uh, in movies and tv like exactly. hollywood hollywood ruins everything they've ruined yes. aliens they've ruined ufos yep. they've ruined ghosts <laughs> and they've ruined hypnotism they ruin everything and yep. they do. fuck you hollywood <laughs> and also stage hypnotism gives such a false idea because the people who do stage hypnotism, um, who go into hypnosis on stage, they're they're actually like they could at any point in time stop. You don't you don't have to do anything the hypnotist is saying. You're not under his control or his spell. But I think if you're more suggestible and you want to put on a show because you're on stage and you're in that half asleep, half awake place, which is kind of a drunk thing. Like I'm comparing it to being drunk, but it's not. Um, but think of it like how, you know, like your inhibitions are a little lower and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have fun with this. And he's saying to act like Britney Spears. I'm going to act like Britney Spears because it's going to be fun. And you're in that space. But I think that that gives a false pretense that Monique or me or anyone is in complete control. And we've got you under our spell and we're going to now manipulate you or go into places of your brain that we shouldn't go into. And we're going to leave you worse off. Rule number one is always leave the client or patient or student better off than when they came to you. Rule number one, you never ever, like you never leave the session without giving them something that betters their life, right? And that's it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And 
it's, with that too, it's so funny because I'm all about protection. So, and we got to talk about the yes. aliens because I don't want that to go by, but it's like, when <laughs> we got to talk about attachments. Yes. Like <laughs> aliens and attachments. Yes. Cause like, I am so about protection. I have like this giant piece of black tourmaline. I have like black tourmaline everywhere. I have shungite. I have all these different protective crystals yeah. and I, I work with crystals and I use my pendulum, but it's like, I, I like one of the awesomest things I'll share, um, I was doing a session with somebody and I was, so I do a thing where I have them kind of ground and release negative energy through their feet, but then I have them take in positive energy and it's just negative coming in, out, coming out one and positive going in. And I use my hands. So I'll be like, I'll put like protective energy, like using my hands and like, just wax like my hands. Yeah. But I'm like <laughs> using my hands to put that energy and like work it. And then like yeah. I use my hands to, to guide the energy, the negative and the positive. And so, um, one of the people I was working with who is amazing and I love her, but I don't want to say your name because she, I, didn't get permission to use it. So I didn't think okay. of the story till now. But um, <laughs> so she was saying like, I could feel like protective energy over me. I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome because I was like doing it. And then like, I like, she's like, I could feel like the negative energy going out and the positive going in. I was like, what side? Because I was curious if the side yes. I was doing, and it was the yeah. side that I was pushing it out on was what she felt it leaving. And I'm like, I don't care what anyone says. It's like energy is real, Reiki, you know, using your hands, moving energy, like helping people, like it, it works. And so it I'm does. just, I'm all about protection because I need to protect myself, but I need to protect these people that I'm working with, you know? And, and so mm -hmm. I am like so about protection. So it's like, I never want somebody, you know, like, I want to make sure I'm doing everything I can to keep them as safe as possible and do as much as I can to help them. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then your heart's in the right place. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I've had this conversation with other people and like, I know it's happened to me and it's happened to my friends where it's like, am I really doing the right thing? And I think we've talked about this before. It's like, am I doing the right thing? Am I really helping people? But I think the fact that we think about that right there shows like we're in it for the right reasons because we caring, care. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not like, oh, how much money can I make? It's what what is the best way I can help people? And am I doing good by doing this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and speaking of helping people, you mentioned the guy with the aliens. So <laughs> yeah, what share is this, this story. About? Can you share this? Is this like allowed um, can you talk about? To an ex yeah, no, to an extent for sure. So there was a, there was a person that I had hypnotized in front of people and, um, and, 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 and then he kind of, he felt that whenever he went into hypnosis, he was blocked immediately. Now I've had this experience before with previous people, like um, a couple of different people who, and, and in my belief, when you're, when you get a block, that's just your, your mind, your consciousness protecting you and saying, we're not going to go there. We're just not going to go there. So this gentleman, I felt trusted me enough. And he did. Well, I don't feel he told me he trusted me enough that we were going to do a follow-up session because these, he said he saw seven grays in front of him. And they were like this, like the, not like maybe crossing their arms, but that was their energy of like, nope, this is a wall where she's not going to cross this. And so he came out of hypnosis when I was in the middle of just doing my whole thing with him. He went in, he went into hypnosis, 
like you can see it in the, and this is actually recorded because people watched it on a different uh, show and he like went collapsed down and then he came out of it when I started to talk I, I don't even remember what it was but I might have said something about um, protecting or this is a good experience for him and then all of a sudden he just came out of it and his eyes were opened up because that's what that's what happens so we did a follow-up session in private and and um this gentleman had felt that um beings these beings these aliens these grays he had had visitations abductions um and he felt that they were uh, basically controlling his actions in a lot of ways and so he wanted to have he wanted to open up a, a communication with them so i was going to assist with that and so me and another hypnotist who was his good friend she kind of like sat back and watched while he and I, I did my work with him and I was advised to not do that session by like, we, we, I had mentioned this, like maybe 20 minutes ago, like we were advised, do not do it. I talked to Monique about it. And when I talked to Monique, so I checked back in with her and I was like, this is what I'm being told the, you know, who these people are, um, who are telling me not to do this because the aliens are going to become attached to me and like all this bad things are going to happen to me. And I just was not buying it. I was like, no, I don't feel this way. And I feel that I'm a sovereign being and I have power over my energy and myself. And I don't believe in that. And I do not believe that that could happen. And I believe that it was possible, I would protect myself. And so um, I talked to Monique about it and her insight was exact. I just told her what was going on and she told me what she felt. And I said, that's exactly how I feel. And I'm going to go forward now. So I opted to do the session with the gentleman. Yeah, because it's like, you know what I mean? Like I just, she and I just like, I feel like she and I are in the same placement and we're in the same energy and we just, you know what I mean? Just get each other. And I wanted her idea on it. And she said exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I went through with it and um, we went in and it was one being that came forward. And besides insulting my tattoos, um, (laughs) (laughs) which I think are freaking badass, but okay. Um, It was fine. Um, I mean, and I don't, I don't believe I want to go any further into exactly what happened during the session. Cause I think it's too private and it's sure. very personal to this gentleman, but I will say that it was a productive session. And afterwards I did not feel in any way affected in a negative way. And I almost wanted to, there's a part of me that almost wanted to go back and say something to those people like, dude, I did it. And it was fine. And I don't know why you live in fear because the number one thing for me, on the side is that like fear. I, I don't live my life in fear. I, 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 and, and that I'm talking about the bigger picture of what's going on in the world right now. And in this country right now and all that stuff, I just don't. And in my work and in my career, I do not believe in living by fear. How can you help people if you're afraid to? I mean, it's ridiculous. I, I, I don't mean to say it's ridiculous, but it was just too much. It was too yeah. well, much fear around it. I look at it. If I'm in over my head, that's when I say, okay, I need to refer you to somebody else because I'm not comfortable. I don't know enough to help, but yeah, know your say, limitations. Yeah. Right? But just to be like, Ooh, I don't know. Something could happen to me from this. Like, that's not what it's no. about. It's like, no. And what a strange place to come from. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, don't hypnotize this person because you might get hurt. Like, come, or you might get maybe affected. That really, yeah. I might I'm get hit by a car, frenzy. you know, walk crossing the street too, but. So, but so this person had aliens, like, like what we see in like Hollywood depictions yeah. or whatever, like a great, like yeah. that's how it was described and that's the how fear. Perceiving them. Okay. And, and, and then everybody you talked to was saying that 
they're the gray aliens are going to attach themselves to you. Yeah. Yeah. Gray aliens. Yeah. These hypnotists. So it's funny. The metaphysical world can be funny because <laughs> people have, because again, it's, it's a grab bag. And so I think, and I think a lot of it's conjecture. Um, and, and I'm, I'm very much in the between spot where I do believe in metaphysical. I practice in the metaphysical, my daily, like I'm surrounded by my tarot cards and my incense and sage and all the crystals and they're all around me. You just can't see them. But, um, I also like to keep myself grounded. I think, I think a lot of people who get into metaphysical get, don't get grounded. And I feel like that's, what's going on is like, people are like, Oh, aliens are going to attach to you. It's like, that's a little ungrounded for me. Um, I think that's, I think we need to kind of settle down a little bit and realize that like, that's that, I don't know, my words were, and this might not resonate with people, but my words are, that's not within my reality. So yeah, I don't believe that. And <laughs> so. It's funny because like, I was honest well with you. And I remember thinking she might not like what I'm going to say, but oh gosh, no, I'm just I wanted gonna, it. but that's the thing. It's like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to, she asked me for my opinion. I'm going to be honest. And because, you know, it's like, I respect you. I was like, I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah. And you know, it, it ended up, we were both on the same level. Like we agreed, mm-hmm. but it was like, you just said, okay, there's this. And what do you think? You didn't tell me, this is what I think. It was just like, what do you think? So I was like, yeah. I don't know if she's going to agree with me or not, but here's what I think. But it's And like, I appreciate that. Yeah, but it's also like what I felt too, because that's kind of yeah. like everyone has to go by their gut feeling and your gut told you this is fine. Your internal guidance system. Yes. We listen so much to external and that's such a thing. It's like, go inside, go back to you, like check in with yourself, you know? And yes, I asked for an outsider opinion, Monique, but her response was exactly what I was feeling anyways. And I'm still in a place in my life where I do kind of need a little external from a trusted source, a little external push to be like, you know, just to get that. I think I needed a little permission to be like, this is okay. And it was okay. Yeah, permission to go with how you feel inside. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess that that was my learning experience. Yeah. And that was my learning experience from that particular uh, situation, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, you just, I think you get something out of everything. Yeah. And everyone, yeah, everyone has a different journey. So, you know, when it's, so Alex and I, I don't know if it was the last episode we did or the one before, but I was talking about hypnotherapy. I was like, yeah, I use my pendulum and I'm talking about the stuff I do. He's like, well, don't give away, you know, like mm-hmm. everything you do. And I was, I was like, I'm, it's not like I'm giving away my 11 herbs and spices, you know, it's just like, <laughs> and I said, it doesn't matter. Like you can take what I say and try to do it word for word, but everyone is so different and they all have like a uniqueness about them. Yeah. You and I could hypnotize somebody and they could have two totally different experiences because you have your style and I have my style and we could be saying the same words. And it's the energy in it too. Yeah. Because, because here's the thing too, when you try to copy somebody and this isn't just in our, our, our field, but in anything, when you're trying to copy somebody, um, you are, it's never, it's going to fall flat because your and en- because your energy needs to be infused into it. And then you need to own it, right? You have to own the words you're saying. So I liked the idea of just taking a little bit, like experiencing a lot and taking a little bit from all those different experiences and then creating your own secret sauce with your own energy, infusing your own, right? Your own soup yes. or whatever. 
Yes, I love it. Yeah, because it's like, and that's what makes it so great. There's so many wonderful people out there who do hypnotherapy. And it's like, yeah. no, I feel and like they have different styles. Yeah, yeah, they have they different do. styles, different voices, different scripts, different technique. Oh my gosh. And so, and so and it's just like any other relationship, like no two relationships are the same, right? So no, no two hypnosis sessions are going to be the same. You know, the energy is different. It shifts. It moves. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> do you want to share any fun hypnotherapy stories, maybe some past life regression or life between lives or just any, anything like fun to share for people? Well, Monique, let's talk about, I want to talk about the one that Monique did with me. Yes. Um, Cause that was the most recent one I've had. Okay. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I keep getting flashes of it. And so I've noticed, so if anyone, any of your listeners are on board with third eye opening, um, I do practice a lot of like work on third eye opening, whether it's meditation, whether it's using, let's say oils or using certain crystals or even taking medicinal mushroom, things like that. I do, I do different things to, to open up the third eye and even just going out in nature. So what the reason I'm rambling about that is because since I've been doing that kind of work. I've been seeing a lot more visions, whether I'm asleep or awake. I see a lot of colors. I see colors and auras on people, but I'll see colors when I do hypnosis. I see flashes of light. And now I'm, and I also get visions of things. And a lot of the visions I'm getting are from this particular past life during the summer that Monique and I did together. So she had hypnotized me, I want to say in May. I think it was May. Yeah. I think so. And, yeah. and we were just kind of like, I think we were doing it for fun just to play around with it. And, um, and I, Oh, I remember now I kept seeing a vision of the word is fjord F J O R D. That's not a word I say. It's not a word that's in my, that's I had to when look I it up. Word fjord, it's not really in my vocabulary. Fjord is a word that maybe I learned in like, you know, fifth grade spelling class, like, and then yeah, you forget yeah. about it, mm -hmm. you know, like, or in geography class, like you just kind of forget about it. Right. So fjord. And so I kept seeing what I believe is a fjord. Um, with these tall alpine trees and this water and these mountains. And I do live in Idaho. That's a common thing to see, but it's nothing quite like what I see here in Idaho. It's quite different. It's more um, Eastern. And so she decided, let's do it. Let's go into hypnosis. And uh, we went to a past life. And I mean, I, if I can talk freely for a second, like Absolutely. I got in it, I got in it. Like I was, I looked down and I, even now, like when I talk about it, my, my brain just brings them the visuals right back to me. So I'll look down at my body when I describe it. But um, like I was wearing like these boots that are similar to boots that I bought in this current lifetime that I fucking love. And it makes me wonder because I really like boots with the fur. <laughs> and so Maybe that's in why. Life, in this life, I was a fur trapper and I had a lot of fur on me. And it, it's like, and then it made me think like, I fucking love, excuse me. I love you clothing. With, thank you. Thanks for permission. <laughs> I didn't ask them when we started. I'm so sorry. And so like, I, I like fur in my clothing and stuff. And, and then in this lifetime, um, I was a burly man with reddish hair, big guy, tall. And I wore like these boots that like tied up and like had fur on them. And I was a fur trapper and I could feel like this big belt I had around my waist. And I was like telling her, I'm like, yeah, on the left side, I got my leather satchel and that's where my knife is and on my right side I got my gun and on this side's my pelts and like I could feel the hair my scruffy scraggy um hair it was like dirty and thick and just 
I don't know, manly, burly. <laughs> I was, I'm not, I was not. You were a manly man. <laughs> I was a manly man. And I was a, like a, I feel like a French fur trapper, maybe not French, but I was a fur trapper. And, um, and so the experiences was like, and there was a woman with me that was a native and I believe to be, I recognize that person as someone I know in this life now, currently know. And I was very protective of that person as a Native American and very, um, like she was very meek, quiet, kind of mild mannered. And just, I felt very protective of her and it's a tragic story, but we go through the whole thing where I see these mountains and the river, the not river, the water, and maybe it was a bay or something. And these Alpine trees just going on and on and just thinking about how I just didn't want to be in civilization and how this was the way it was supposed to be. And I didn't like the city. Uh, we came across some miners and I even like remember taking on the accent of one of the miners and being like, pretty funny to see a white man with an engine. And like, it was like, but it wasn't quite like that, but it was this language they were using and my stomach even getting sick, like, oh boy, like, is he going to hurt her? And like, and then we came across these two gentlemen on horseback and Brother go in one peace. of them, remember? Yes. One of them I didn't like, yes. and I had a really iffy feeling and icky feeling about him. And I was worried. And then she keeps, so in past life regression, the technique is you keep moving them forward to another important day, another important day. So she moves me forward to an important day where it came out to be that that gentleman that was on the horseback that was making me nervous. I was like, I was really focused on him. He ended up indeed um, killing the Native American woman who's a person in my life now that I'm very close to. It was very upsetting. And I'm even gonna cry now. Like that's what's so weird. Like you get weird about, like you get emotional when you go into past lives. Like it's almost like you lost that person now. And um, the feeling when that person had passed was so much anger, um, so much resentment, so much like just uh, pain. And just like, I wasn't able to protect this person. And so it's funny because now in the life that I'm having now with this person, it's like, it's almost like we're balancing that out now. We're balancing out what happened. We're together, we're reunited. And it's almost like that same feeling of like, okay, like we're gonna be all right. And like, I almost have this protection feeling inside me towards them now. Like I need to make sure that they're gonna be okay. And like, I need to be near them. Um, so it's kind of funny like that. Yeah, that was a cool experience. How do you know that the person from that that this person is the same um, person? How do you? I know what you're asking. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Um, how do I say this? It's the strongest feeling you could imagine. And I here's how I'm gonna say: it. When I first met him, the first time I met this, it's it's a guy now. Um, when I first met him, it was like. This like time stood still when I first met him. This is relevant, and it was like I know you, I remember you, and I need you in my life. And then and 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 then so when I was in the past life regression and hypnosis, it was that same feeling of like, there you are, that's you. And when I first met him, that was the feeling too, like there you are, there you are. Okay, have you ever met someone um, where you've had that where you just see their eyes or their body, and you're like, I know you there you are. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So I, I don't. So let <laughs> me, sorry. let me explain for me. So I did a past life regression where I went back to before I incarnated on earth. 
So it was, um, I was doing the past life regression and I was in a life before I I incarnated to lives on earth. And so remember you were there. I told you how you were there. Okay. Yes. Because it was like, I felt you. So it's hard to explain. It's not like a, I see you. I know you're there. It's a feeling it's a feeling you have with a person so like if I were like you know seeing my mom in a past life she was in one past life she was my aunt but I was like that's my mom like Mm -hmm. I feel that like that's my mom it's just it's hard to explain but it's a feeling so it's a feeling that you. it's like a feeling and an inner knowing okay and that's a lot of stuff that comes through it's like feeling and inner knowing I wonder if it's, um, and I know I'm, I'm conjecturing here, but I wonder if it's easier when you're just a little bit more, um, I don't, I I'm using this word very loosely, but more psychic. Um, I think like you get more attuned to, um, when you meet someone, how they make you feel. And so some people give me a really bad feeling. Like I've met people where I've met in this life, I met them and I'm like, Oh no, like this, like within moments, I'm like, I do not want you near me. And then um, in a past life regression, one of those people that gave me that feeling had killed me in a past life. And it was, yeah, (laughs) she poisoned me. She poisoned me. And every time I was around her, um, I know I haven't seen this person in years, but every time I was around her, I would get really sick to my stomach. And and then, and then about two or three years ago, I did a a past life regression and she had um, poisoned me and uh, killed me. Wow. Yeah. So, I, so the second I saw her picture before I ever met her, and I remember seeing her picture and being like, "Nope, I don't like that person. I don't know why. I just don't." And um, I, it's happened with person people I've dated. Like I've seen their. This has actually happened. The last three people I've dated, I've seen their picture before meeting them, and like I'd be like, "Yeah, I I know this person. And I, I need to meet them." Like you just get this feeling and it's almost like, to me, I feel as a magnetism, but I'm very, like, I'm very sensory. So it felt like I'm like, I need to go towards them and, and meet them. So that's how it kind of works for me. That's my experience. But yeah, it's an inner knowing for sure, Monique. Yeah. Wow. And I think anyone who's just more <laughs> in tune with their feelings, like they pick yeah. up on it easier and, and people who trust the information. It's like yeah. when you get that feeling, like, like when you do past life, where are you? You don't know where you are. Like looking around, it's not like there's a sign saying you are here. <laughs> it's just you know it. It's you're just guessing. The Sometimes information, guessing. <laughs> yeah, like the information comes to you, and it's like it's this, you know. And so mm-hmm. things play out. And some stuff, it's just like you know it because the information yes. is there. Yeah, I wanted to also like this is kind of sidetrack, but I, like also sometimes past life regression will give you answers to stuff like. Uh, like, why do you not want to have kids? Or why do you want to have kids? Or why are you attracted to the same sex? Or why are you attracted to this or that? Like, like it, it really does answer those things for you in a lot of ways. It's really fascinating um, why you have a recurring dream. If you have a recurring dream that's unexplained, it can be from a past life. You know, it can be something that you're just, your soul's kind of holding on to. Hmm. we've brought up one of his recurring dreams on the show before but i think you should tell Uh her your recurring dream i haven't had it in a while now um did you identify the source of it no i I don't i don't know what it means where it came from no idea but i've had it for years it's it's been it's been a couple months since i've had it now but 
Okay. Uh, I, I, ever since I was a teenager, uh, I would have this dream and it would just happen like pretty regularly. Uh, it would be, it's me like as I am now, but I'm running and then I can uh, run really fast and I jump and I'm jumping. Like when I jump, I'm actually in the air running. So like kind of like I'm flying yeah. in the air and, and I can get higher like, uh, like I always remember being up above the tree line and just running up like above the power lines in the tree line and my feet going like this. And then I can't control exactly when I come back down, but I always end up coming back down. And when I come back down, I end up on all fours and I'm running like on my feet and my hands, oh. but, but as a human, like as my body. And then I like, I'll, I'll just do that. I'll run like that. And then I'll jump up again from all fours and go up in the air and I'm flying again. And like, I can't control when I come down, but I do eventually come down. And I always get that feeling when I'm in the air, like, is this going to be the time I can't come down? Like I can't come down, but then I always end up coming back down. It's, it's the weirdest dream, but I have it all the time. Have you done any hypnosis around that at all? Not yet. No. And I told him to do the self hypnosis and do like, you know, set the intention tonight. Yeah, I'm going to have a dream about this and I want to, you know, do this. But then he always forgets to do it. He's like, how do I do it again? I'm like, I tell him right before bed. Okay, so do this, set your intention, take three deep breaths, blah, blah, blah. Go over the audio. Just give him an audio. Yeah. Make him a tape. Yeah, I'll record it. That's a good idea. I have a tape. It's 20 minutes long, but I mean, have Monique do it if you're used to her voice. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, cool. I'm just going to, before he falls asleep, whisper in his ear, <laughs> set there your you intention, take three <laughs> deep breaths, right? Uh, go over the instructions. Honestly, honestly, I get it because like doing self-hypnosis, sometimes I just pass out. Like, like I'll be in bed and I'll start to do it and then I just fall asleep and I wake up the next morning. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I actually got myself uh, last night. I never had to tell you this, but I got myself to go back to sleep when I woke up. Because I wake, I, I'm a horrible sleeper. And um, when I wake up, I'm wide awake. And I usually have to put on a TV show or something so I could fall back asleep because I can't just fall asleep. And last night, I was able to fall asleep by doing the Blue Rose. And, and, and it, I, I was like, oh, wow, this actually, it, it worked. When he remembers <laughs> to when do I, it. When I remember to do work, it, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's so, certain there's cool. certain words and they and like yeah yeah it's awesome. Yeah, we use certain hypnosis words. Hypnosis is great. Yeah. yeah, hypnosis is great. It can do like it can't do anything, but it can do a lot. It can do so much, and I think it's underutilized in Western civilization. I really do. It is, and and one of the things I've noticed, I've seen, and maybe just because um, I'm more aware now. But I've seen like people talk about like, oh, I'll teach a hypnosis class. And it's like, well, who are you to be teaching hypnosis? And that's one of the things that worries me is like some of the people, it's like anyone can learn how to hypnotize somebody. But it's like once you get in, what are you doing? And what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like for me why I wanted to get a certification, why I wanted to go somewhere where it was really good information like I'm learning as much as possible because like there are courses where like you do it in a day I've been seeing that um more and more like in Facebook ads and stuff and that's kind of freaking me out like this like you'll learn how to you'll probably get a script 
But in one day, I can't even imagine learning everything I've learned in the last year and a half or more through like practical work with clients and my friends and volunteers and actually like studying and reading. Oh my gosh, how much reading and how many lectures have we, right? She's like, always like, reading some, right. some book or something. My yeah. coffee table has like about, I think 12 <laughs> books, 12 books on hypnotism. And I'm just like constantly circulating. Um, you can't learn this stuff because it's in a day. It's just, it, I think that's such a disservice. Like we've, we've um, spent but, hundreds you know, of hours, you know, hundreds, yeah. hundreds. I mean, and it's uh, anyways, humans are going to human, oh, um, yeah. but it just go. made They're me think of that. It's like do. anyone can do hypnosis, but it's like when you get in, that's where it's like, that's what makes the difference. And like we've yeah. just discussed before, it's like, it just, it makes me worry. And obviously like people are going to do what they're going to do, but I look at it like, you know, I have the person's best interest in mind. So I want to make sure I have all the tools on my belt as possible. And like, I'm going to do everything I can to give them the best experience possible. But then I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, there are people who learn how to do it on YouTube <laughs> and they're charging. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's a, there's a morality and ethics thing that needs to definitely be considered. Yeah. And I think your, your internal, again, internal moral compass check in. <laughs> Where yeah. <you> at? <laughs> and, and that's why like anyone listening, like you, you know, if you want to go through somebody else for hypnotherapy, that's awesome. Just be careful, like with who you go through, like be discerning. Yeah. If your gut's telling you, I don't like, I like pe when people give free consults cause it gives you a chance to see, cause like somebody can be excellent at what they do, but your energies might not match. Right. And so it's right. a good way right. to feel people out. So like, you know, we give free consults and I like when people do that because sometimes it's like, I really like you, but I just, I don't know if I feel this right you know right and, and obviously it's like you want to go with somebody you have a good connection with and you have a good yeah. energetic feeling with so yeah. that's why I like when people do definitely definitely do a consultation with your hip with with the hypnotist before engaging and yeah. any anyone really and you and I both do them yeah and if your gut is giving you a bad feeling don't get pressured to schedule like yeah don't yeah, I've had I've had a lot of consultations even on my end where the person we we get 10 minutes in and they and they tell me like I really like you, I like your energy, I want to work with you. Um but also there's been times where in my mind I would never say this, but in my mind I'm thinking this I'm not the right person for you. And that's fine. And I think it's also important to be discerning on both ends like as the client and as the hypnotist to be like is this the partnership, is this the relational energy that I want to engage in? It's almost, you know, like choosing, you know, you're choosing a professional to, to work with you, yeah. you know, on a very intimate level. I feel like I'm like probably turning people away because I'm like, I'm not going to let you schedule with me right now. I want you to think about everything we've gone over. Make sure you're ready yeah. to do this. Make sure you're ready and make sure I'm a good fit. Because like for me personally, did you ever like go somewhere and like you spend time with somebody and they kind of like pressure you like, well, we've spent all this time and like you have to like go with them and like give them your money. Yeah. And I hated that because I would feel bad on it. Well, I did, you know, take up a lot of their time. And even though you don't want to go forward, yeah. it's like, it's that uncomfortable feeling. And I never want anyone to feel like that. Right, so I'm right. always like, nope, think about it, you know, take yeah. it at least a day or two, let it process about everything we talked about. And then if you're ready, if you schedule, if you don't want to schedule, no worries. I'm not offended because like, yeah. 
I don't want people like to feel guilted. And then I think like, am I like, am I like, like make, giving people a bad vibe by being like, oh no, no, don't schedule with me. <laughs> it's like, but I don't know. I just, I, I always want to give people an out. Like if they're not comfortable, I just, I don't know. I just, I want to make sure that they yeah. have that because I've been in opportunities where I didn't get that. So I just. Yeah. That's totally fair. That's really fair. Yeah. I'm like, and I let people, I like, I mean, I give them a little gift. Like if you do a consult with me, I give you a, I give you like a little hypnosis audio and I'm like, you know, listen to this because this will either help you prepare for a session with me or it'll help you prepare for a session with somebody else or, or it'll help you decide that maybe this is not the route for you, you know, and you want to explore some other options because yes, hypnotism is amazing. Hypnotherapy is just, it, it can do so many things for so many people on so many levels, but it doesn't mean it's the modality. I mean, not everybody needs the same um, vitamin. Not everybody needs the same, like, not everyone needs hypnotherapy. Yeah. A lot of people, I believe, do, but not everyone needs it. Yeah. And and some people, if, you know, they might just want to do, like, past life regression just for the fun of it, that's okay. And that's that's fine, too. I, yeah. Sometimes I get a lot of people who come to me who are, like, metaphysical, and they are meditators, and they just want to talk to their higher self. They just want to have an experience, a spiritual experience. And I'm more than happy to give you a spiritual experience. I consider that almost shamanic work, but there's no, um, there's no medicine, psychedelics, drug, nothing involved. It's mm -hmm. clear and clean. Um, you're lucid, you know? So I consider what we do shamanic work, you know? Yeah. That, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's we're journeying these people. We're, we're, um, soul retrieving. We're, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're well, doing, even we're when you think about like going into somebody's past life who suffered trauma and like cutting that, you know, and saying like, it stays yeah. here, it's not coming yeah. back to the present life, you know, like closing that door. So it can't follow like that is yeah. so healing. And yeah. Ooh, as I being my microphone, but, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm so clumsy, but yeah, no, I never thought of it that way, but yes, you are. you're I'm adorable. A, I'm as graceful <laughs> as a rhino. Thank you. I am so like, I would probably like spill my drink on me within the, like, if I was like, had a microphone in front of me, I'd hit my drink on it and then go off my shirt and be like, well, that's the show. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I've, I think since I've been in high school, I've been saying I'm as graceful as a rhino because I just own it. I know I'm clumsy and I just, I was like, I'm just going to embrace but it. Words are important, right? That's what hypnotism teaches you. Words are important. How you self-talk is so important. But for me, so it's a fun thing. It, it was like, I'm as graceful as a ballerina or whatever, a ballerina, something like that. If you started changing the narrative, watch how fast your behaviors change. Self-talk is so, so, so important. You're absolutely right. But I look at it like it's fun. And like, think about rhinos. Totally. Rhinos are tough. So then look at yourself like that, right? And that's exactly right. Rhinos are freaking badass. They are. They're, they're pretty deadly. Yeah. 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 But they're cool. They they're are. cool. So, yeah. Never they, seen one, actually. They have that thick skin. But, you know, I'm sure they're sweethearts inside. Really nice to get to know. And that, and I wanted to say that like, like one of the most important things, um, it wasn't the class we were in together, Monique, it was somebody else, but one hypnotist had taught me that he's like, words are everything. And, and how you talk to a person, a client, or how you talk to a person like you and I, like you guys podcast, I mean, words, um, 
how you talk to your kids, how do you talk to yourself? Words mean so much, they do. you know, and on a subconscious level too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, so I'll be like, words are hard because sometimes like you say things, but you don't think about what it really means when you say it. Right. And that what is like, that yeah. And, and that's why like, I wanted to do like understanding because we've, we've, we had an episode called words are hard and we talked about like words and like, what do yes. they really mean? And, yes. you know, understanding you're standing under. And I was yep. like, yeah. And so it was actually Alex who brought up understanding. I, I love that. And I was like, yes. And I like, and I just take it like, yeah, we take that information and we hold it within us. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah. it, you know, you, you hold it within you, you take it in. And you say this on your website, you're not standing under, you're understanding, you're not standing under, mm-hmm. right? You're un. it's inner, you're, it's within, it's not under. And it brings us to the same level. Yeah. Yeah. You know what word I love is enlightenment because in light enlightenment is being in light, right? Or if you're fulfilled, you're, um, you're filled full. So it, this is so fun. When you read the books that it used to be a trilogy, it's probably more than that now, but conversations with God, um, that was the best spiritual book I've ever read conversations with God. There's, there's three, I think maybe four now, but the first three are gold. And the God or the source or whatever this person is speaking with through meditation plays with words like that. Fulfilled. You're, you're filled full. You're in light. You're in the light. You're enlightened. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so we had a guest on Dave J wonderful person. And we were talking about words and like, when you think about the words you say, and like, for example, think full, you're full of thanks, but he'll spell it F U L L. And I'm like, I freaking love that. I was like, yeah. So like, the typo thing always comes up like you spelled this wrong. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm full. I did. F-U-L-L of things. I'm full of thanks. Yes. Right. Thankful. Yeah. Words are so cool in the English language. Yeah. So like definitely if you're intrigued by that conversation, pick up that book. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's just fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Are there any other, is there any, <laughs> any other stories you want to share with us before we wrap up? Okay. Um, all right, so I'll do this one because this is the one I tell a lot. And um, I tell it because if you don't believe in past life regressions, this story to me, in my opinion, validates them. Here's what happened. So, and it's a hard one to tell because it's kind of convoluted, but here we go. I'll do my best. And then you can just kind of <laughs> help me out if you get lost. So um, last summer when I was like doing, you know, work with my friends and I had three women um, back this is three ended four, three fingers, three women last year who were, who are good friends of mine. And we were all very much in the metaphysical and Monique, Monique, you would just like love these girls. Like, oh my gosh. Um, I hope they listen to this. And so there's so much with these girls. And um, I mean, I could go on and on with stories because I did so many sessions with them in the beginning and they really helped me develop one had a recurring dream one. And we went through that one would have, um, a future, a future UFO abduction. That was cool. That's a progression, not a regression. And then, yes, one of them saw an attachment to a person that I was close with. Like, I mean, it is just like all over the place, but the story is this two of these girls, two of them 
These are totally separate sessions about two weeks apart and no, they did not discuss their sessions with each other until after. Okay. So what happened was the first girl, she had a session where she's um, in the fifties, maybe sixties. Um, I have no idea. It's America. I just don't know where, maybe the Midwest, maybe South Midwest, who knows plains area, lots of flat road, maybe um, because she's in a truck. So she goes through her whole life and her death scene is this. She's in an, she's in an old car. And there's a truck coming, okay? And they're on this old country road. And they're driving down this country road and they're in the car together. She's there with another girl to her right. And there's a truck coming and the truck hits them and then keeps going along. Well, the girl dies immediately and her friend's in the passenger seat, right? So then, and that's her death scene. I think nothing of it, we move on. Two or three weeks later, I do another girl from our friend group and in hypnosis, she actually goes to the, that same time period, that same area, but she's actually now the friend that was in the car of that death scene. So when I take her to her death scene, she's in the same car on the same road and the same truck is coming towards her. So of course I'm asking like, what's the truck look like? What color is it? What style is it? What model is it? What is it? Like, I really want, I'm like, you know, I want to affirm this, if this is actually happening, if God's giving me this session and I'm like, and then, so the sad, this is the sad part of it though, is like, so the car accident happens and the driver girl died immediately. Well, the passenger girl did not die immediately. She died slowly over hours and so when you're in hypnotism, you just, you just move it along. Like time is not linear anymore. So you can just kind of be like, okay, now move forward until you take your last breath, move forward until you go, you transition out of your body. And so, so she literally was the passenger and she saw her friend, you know, already deceased in this car truck is gone. And she just sat in that car, slowly bleeding, slowly dying. And then the sun's setting, it's getting darker and darker and darker. And then finally she did die. And so afterwards, these two girls currently, I took them together and I was like, do you understand that you both died together in a past life? And you both had, um, what, what's the word? I want to say mirroring, but it's not mirroring. And they were both like in the. They were like, like um, parallel. Carol, they were in the experience together, but in different perceptions of the same experience, the same death. One died immediately, one died slowly. And it was just that to me, if anything was absolute evidence or proof or something to me that this is like, this stuff is fantastic. This stuff is, is, is wild. Wow. Go ahead, Alex. No, I'm just, that, <laughs> that, that, wow. That's, that's all, that's all I got. Like, it's, that's, cool. it's cool. Yeah. Like yeah. what are the, Yeah. Wow. Right. What are the odds? What are the, the odds? Chances? What are the chances of that? that? Yeah. Like yeah. now you say, well, I mean, well, somebody skeptic, skeptical listening could go, well, you say they didn't talk to each other about their sessions, but sure. did they? For sure. You know what Maybe. I mean? Like who yeah. knows? But, but, but regardless, just the, yeah. I mean, just that whole scenario was just. The wow. whole thing is incredible. Yeah. Um, wow. And this, and these, and like, I mean, we had sessions with these same girls where they would be talking. So after they go through the death scene of a past life, I would move them then to the afterlife. And I had one girl move into an afterlife where she was a ghost. And I was like, okay, well, the ghost just was haunting. Well, the reason the go the person became a ghost is because they died with so much regret, leaving a wife and a young child behind. 
And without, and this was back in the 16, 1700s. Like this is back in the time period where when the husband died, like it was a big deal. So she's currently a woman now, but um, she, as a man had such remorse and such regret for dying and leaving this family, abandoning this family that she just stuck around as a ghost. And from a hypnotist perspective, I was like, okay, so what, what do you do next? And then what do you do next? And the ghost literally doesn't do a lot. <laughs> Ghosts don't do a hell of a lot. And well, at least this one didn't. Um, and then finally, I was trying to help this ghost transition over to the next life because she's currently in a body now. So yeah. she transitioned, right? So there's that. And then sometimes in, when I transition them into the next life, into the afterlife, they meet their spirit family. And I once had a girl tell me I, she could see me in her soul family. She's like, you're right over there. I can see you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm right there. She's like, well, when I pass, like you're in my soul group. Like she was explaining it as like, when you die and I've had other people in, um, not my own, but I've read this in books before from other clients of hypnotists that you get like, you have a soul family and Mm -hmm. your soul family, you kind of like, you have lives with them. And sometimes your lives with them, like you and Alex could be in a soul family. You are, um, and you're married right now. But in the next life, Monique could be um, a young boy and Alex, you could be still up in the uh, ether, kind of like hanging out in the ether until you're ready to come down. So it's very interchangeable. It's very nonlinear. It's very, um, I guess, etheric. It's like it's it's interesting. So so you have a soul family, you have layers of soul family. And then you have guides and higher selves. And I've, I've had guides come through and I've asked them questions about the current world events, yeah. COVID, the government, the Trump election, the controversies, Black Lives Matter. And like, and so we get insights from these spirit guides. And then sometimes people go back to the source, like you did, Monique, you go back to source. Some people go into the future. Um, I've gone into the future before. I saw myself in a wall tent in the desert somewhere and I mean, that's where I was last weekend in a wall tent in the desert. So who knows? But That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So one thing that I want to bring up before I completely forget about it is you and I are doing something awesome. And yeah, so we'll announce it now. So uh, Carlene and I are together going to have a monthly Zoom meeting for those interested in hypnotherapy metaphysical, mystical things called Mm -hmm. mystical meetups. And Mm -hmm. it's about an hour long Zoom meeting where Carlene and I will share information about hypnotherapy. We'll uh, share stories, personal stories, and we'll also give people a chance to answer questions. And each month we're going to have a different topic. So our first month we're going to talk just kind of like general hypnotherapy, but we'll get more, have like um, one month we're going to talk about life between lives or past life regression or spirit attachment. So there's a whole number of things we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. So if you want to know about this, so we're going to cap it, right? We're going to cap these zoom meetings to uh, 20 people. It is free, um, but just 20 people at a time. And I, it, just to keep things kind of intimate and, and keep, and let people like kind of talk to us, have it. And it's totally um, free because we want people to learn and be educated. And then they can make a decision about, well, what do they want? You know, do they want an experience? They not want an experience. They want healing, or maybe they're just curious. It's for basically anybody. We announce it in our newsletters and on our social media on the first of the month. And then the, and then these are always held. I believe we said the second Tuesday of the month. Mm-hmm. So whatever that falls on. 
So, um, and we will have a, a sign up through an Eventbrite link and we'll put that link in the newsletter. So we send it on the first. So if you're not on our newsletters, you need to go to our websites. And on our websites, at the bottom of my homepage, you can sign up for my newsletter, um, Monique, they can sign up for a newsletter for you. Yes, I have my Tarot by Monique newsletter and you can go to my tarotbymonique.com and sign up there for my newsletter. But I think we should do something for podcast hearers and watchers. I think I should include the link for people to kind of get first. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. And if you, but if you want to go to our websites too, mine's rootswingshypnosis.com, rootswingshypnosis.com. Dot com. What it, in your website? Uh, Interstandingshypnosis.com. So I'm going to keep all the links in the show notes um, and on YouTube and Friday on. It'll be there. So people will have that information right there. Yeah. Is That's there anything awesome. else you want to add about that? And I was just going to say, we're going to be rotating topics. There's going to be Q&A. There's going to be, um, we're going to be talking about topics you guys want to talk about. And on the first, when we send this newsletter out, that's your chance. It's first come, first serve to sign up. It is free. Um, and what else? And and one thing I'm kind of throwing off the cuff here is that like we will probably be exploring doing group regressions and group hypnosis regressions because those are those are actually really fun to do. Monique and I participated in them before. Um, Monique, I believe you've done them before. And they're really fun to have like a little group on Zoom. You're in the privacy of your own home, you're hanging out, and you just kind of put your headphones in, you lay down, tune the family out for an hour or so, and then go into a past life regression session. And it's, it's really cool. And um, right now we're not charging for mystical meetups. So I would recommend getting into it if you're curious about what we talk about. Yeah. It's just a nice option for people to learn more. Um, and there's no judgment. So if if people are truly curious and they want to know about it, we look at it like we're here to answer questions. We're here to help you discover if this is a good path for you. And and that's what it's about. And maybe, you know, hopefully you take something positive away from the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. I think it's just fun to just feed your curiosity at the very least, (laughs) you know? Oh, I'm so excited for this. I'm moment. excited to, I'm really excited to offer this. I really wanted to do this. And I was so happy when you, Monique was on board to do it with me because I didn't want to go it alone. I wanted to have someone to, and she and I, you and I, we talk so well together. We just kind of like, we can go for hours. Like I just looked at the time and I'm like, how is it almost two hours of chatting? Like has it, been it time. Yeah, it has. Like wow. seriously, like Monique's <laughs> easy to talk to. And when she and I get going on this stuff, I mean, we just like if we ever meet in person, it's going to be, it's going to be like a day and a half of just talking. Forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. Oh, maybe, maybe that's why you moved. Like we met after you moved because you and I would like Alex would be like, where are you? I'm like, Oh, I was talking, it was with Carlene and we were just talking and the time got away from us. It yeah. does. It literally does. We get chatty about this stuff because we're excited. We're passionate. Yeah, exactly. I love that. We are passionate. That's it. Yeah. It's awesome. Damn it. I love it. Carlene, how I'm can so people happy. find you? Okay, so no, we, share, oh, share your happiness I love, first. Well, I was just going to say, I, love, I loved meeting Alex. Like, I'm so, it this is a very awesome big deal. awesome to meet you too. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here and doing this with us. Yes, thank you Oh, I much. loved this. This is so fun. All right, so I'm on rootswingshypnosis.com. Um, you go there, and on the top right-hand corner, you'll see all my social media stuff. I We do have an Instagram. It's roots underscore wings underscore sage. That's Instagram. 
Um, I have a private Facebook group where people can ask questions and I post all my YouTube stuff there. I am on YouTube. It's Roots and Wings Hypnosis um, with Aerial Yoga Girl because I was formerly, I kind of still am Aerial Yoga Girl, but I mean, she's still kicking, but (laughs) you know, she's just doing different stuff now. Um, So you can find me in all those different modalities. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Carly. This has been awesome. Yes, thank you. Very thank much. you. Thank you and hopefully some people will join us for yeah. our first mystical meetup. Yes, yeah. first one is in September. So Rock sign up for roll. our newsletters. Yes. Um, we'll have the links here and just sign up for our newsletters. Find us. Okay. Absolutely. Carlene, thank you so much. Thank you guys. This was so fun. (laughs) Have a great Friday. You too. Love you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So that was fun. That was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. A great conversation. Yeah. I love speaking with Carlene. I mean, her and I, we said it. We can just like for hours, but I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to have friends to talk to. Yes. Friends are, friends are good. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing how your mystical meetups yes. are going. And, and I want to say that was Carlene's idea. That was something that was totally her creation that she invited me to co-host with her. And That's awesome. Yeah, and I take it because like her and I feel like we're so much on the same page with so much and we're both like, man, we just want like to share like this information and like show people this awesomeness. And I just realized I wanted to talk to her about dragons and I totally forgot. So I might have to have her back on. She's just going to have to come back on again. Yeah. That's so we can it. talk about dragons. That's all there is to it. Cause I mean, there, there was some stuff that I think we, you had uh, taken some notes yeah. that I looked at with you and we didn't get to. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't touch it. base on everything. But so that, that's fine. like our show. It's like, we'll make notes about things like we'll want to mention, but when you get going in conversation, it's like, that's, that's fun. And we just want to have a good conversation with people. Well, that's it. I mean, that's the thing, but whenever we have guests on, it's kind of, yeah, you, you, you kind of have an idea of what you want to talk about uh, most of the time, but I mean, conversations are conversations. And if it's going in a good direction, then why mess with it? Yeah. That's that's my philosophy on it anyway. And I mean that that's the type of podcasts and conversations I like to listen to. I I mean, yes, it's great if you have like structure for certain things, but for when you're We're talking to somebody, really, I mean, yeah. 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 I'm not I don't like the whole rigid interview kind of thing. Not my style. It's, I mean, it's not for everybody and yeah. I mean, that's just I, I feel like it's more natural this way. It's, and it's enjoyable you enjoyed for, it too. It's enjoyable for us. Yeah. Uh, we hope you do enjoy it as well yeah. if you're listening or watching. And I just want to give a big thank you to Carlene for joining us. Absolutely. Thank her again. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Anything else you would like to mention before we wrap up? No, but... Uh, well, yes. No, but then yes, I do want to mention something. Duh. Make up your mind. No, right? Hearers and watchers. You get to sign up if you're interested for a mystical meetup with Carlene and I for information about this uh, first one will be on general hypnotherapy. If you're interested, you get first dibs to sign up. It's a limited number. So if you're interested, take advantage of it. Act fast. Yes. Put on the glasses. Put on the fucking glasses. I want to get that t-shirt made. I got to figure out how to do something like that. Yeah, get it made. (laughs) For those uh, not sure what we're talking about, last week. It's a callback to They yeah. Live. We last week's about episode. Last week. yeah, yes. Hell yeah. Great movie. 
So, so awesome. <laughs> so, until next time. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife. <laughs> you always give that smile every time I say that. It's awesome. The lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker podcast. Yeah, you have. <laughs>I just had to throw that in there. No worries. I'm not judging. <laughs> Feeling funny. Good for you. My microphone's still broken. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fix this gotta thing. Fix it, yeah. <laughs> I gotta fix it. Oh my goodness. Uh, until next week. Watch. <laughs> I'm even going to let this record. Watch this. Look. Just oh. plops down. I, I have to hold it in place. What did you do? I don't know. It's awesome. Uh, I'm going to hit stop This is now. why we don't have nice things, okay? <laughs> I'm hitting stop now. <laughs>